Warning. The following is the officially sanctioned podcast about the show about four lifelong friends who compete to embarrass each other in public. You know the one. The official Impractical Jokers podcast. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the official Impractical Jokers podcast. Welcome back. Wow. Episode three of the summer season, what we're calling it. Uh, And the first thing that we need to talk about is the gum issue. There's a gum issue that's happening in our studio right now. There was some gum under the table the last time we recorded, and um, we caught some heat for it. Yeah, Dan the Engineer. Not our normal Dan the Engineer, but another Dan the Engineer. Came a great in. engineer. Great engineer. Love Did him. His job. And he's making sure no, no. we don't wreck this studio. I have no problem with it. He just, we came in and we sat down and he said, look, I don't know if it was you guys, but the last time you recorded here, there was gum underneath the table. Yeah. And it just so happened, not naming names or accusing anybody, but he pointed out to which area it was. And it was where Casey mm-hmm. was sitting. And Casey does chew gum. <laughs> you just name names. And I think accuse Casey, by the way. A hundred percent. And you're also, you said, you said, you're saying, and Casey chews gum. Yeah. As if that's an atypical <laughs> thing. I don't, I don't chew gum. You never chew gum? Not when I'm recording a podcast. No. I keep my, I keep my gum. I didn't have in it in my, my mouth. I put it under the table. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely didn't. I, I know we didn't. But also, I would blame us. I would, This is the group. Impractical Jokers podcast. That's one I yeah. would blame. I don't know who else is here. Probably like a bunch more Danny. professional people. Danny's guilty. Dying. He's choking on gum. He's swallowing it because he can't put it under the table. You sick. <laughs> Danny Green. All right. Well, well, well. <laughs> well, this is a good time to bring up uh, our guest today, who is a uh, stylist and the head of the costume department. Of uh, Impractical Jokers. Give it up for Donye. Donye. One name. Like Madonna. Like Cher. Cher. Like Prince. Exactly. Donye. Donye, you have the coolest department, okay? Because you have Will Thaxton, who is the production manager. Is that what it's called? Uh, He's the, yeah, the designer. Okay. Yeah. Then you got Christine Morris. Right. Legend. Right. Right. And (laughs) Donye. And me. And here's how kind of the roles, and tell me if I'm wrong. Uh, Will Thaxton, he might be taking out a hammer, building sets, uh, physical, oversees the whole the whole thing, but also might use a computer, make some graphic design. Right. Christine, facilitator, she's got like an artistic mind. She could maybe help set up something. Will Thaxton and her work on things um, yeah. like uh, pr- like props. Yep, might go and get props, make props. Yep. And then shout you- out Matt Grandin as well. Matt Grandin helps yeah. out sometimes. Yep. Matt, yeah, yeah. And but and Donye, I would say that your specialty is costumes mm. you uh, could you, yeah. i've seen some of the stuff you make it's incredible such things as um a uh, back to the future two jacket yeah wow. where yeah. it's marty mcfly jr right you made the jacket for q in the in uh last season's um the challenge where they have mm-hmm. to pretend to be different people the shoes that murray wore uh when he ran over the brooklyn, right. bridge, brooklyn bridge he right. made overnight because that punishment got approved like at 7 p.m. Like, the yeah. night before. You made them overnight. Now yep. they're in a museum in Staten Island. Yeah. You can check them out over there. And uh, <laughs> this is an amazing clothing um, punishment. You made a chair. <laughs> yeah. You made a chair be clothing. Like Joe wore a chair and sat down. And it, it, I mean, that's incredible. Like a lazy boy transformer. And <laughs> you created that. And so we'll get into that later when we get to the punishment when we talk about it. But that's just, I wanted to just set up so the audience knows, you know, what we're dealing with, the the, the engineering genius that you have. Yeah. What is your backstory? Like, how, how long have you been doing this? How did you get involved with the show? 
Um, how did I get involved with the show? Actually, um, I had just moved to uh, New York, May of 2016, and I was just kind of, you don't know, just trying to live life and discover myself in the city. And then uh, um, my roommate, who Stephen Hopper, who's one of the location managers, uh, asked me if I was available to help out on a heavy, like, PA day, that they needed a lot of PAs. And I was like, sure, I'm down. And I came in just helping out. And my first day on the show, I was PAing with the art department. And then, wow. yeah, and then Will Thax. Do you remember what challenge it was? Uh, it was it genie, what, right? No, no, no. It was um, it was the one where they were kind of doing like a yoga, like a yoga instructing yeah. meditation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, experts or something. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah, so that one, and so I kind of got not stuck with the art department, but got thrown into <laughs> art. You got stuck with the art. Kids. The art department. <laughs> the indoor kids at lunch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and uh, and I think they had me like putting pillows around and. Will yeah. Thaxton was like, hey, it looks like you've done this before. I'm like, just pillows. <laughs> I rearranged the pillows in my apartment, you know? Mm, yeah. And he's like, and I'm like, yeah, I've, I've worked in, in film and TV for, you know, at that time, 13 years um, doing wardrobe. And he's like, what? And then a year later, the position opened up and here I am. So you have an art prowess. You have a wardrobe prowess. But you also are a writer, correct? Uh, a writer as... Like what? The sc- like you've my- written a screenplay. Yeah, my first screenplay, uh, October of last year. And so you see production as a whole package. How does that? Does do you think that it helps you when you're creating, even just in for for art, or do you see storyline when you when you're creating a wardrobe or art? Well, I have ADHD, so my, I see a lot of different <laughs> things in my head. Um, it, I guess it just depends on what catches my my attention at the time. Like. I never wanted to be a writer. Mm-hmm. A thought just came mm-hmm. to my mind, and I just sat down and wrote a script. I mean, mm-hmm. whatever my mind tells me to do, I'm going to do. And you if go for not, it. it. It really it yeah. digs at me. So you seem very motivated, yeah. like in the way that you'll create things, even if, even, like for the guys, or you know, even if it's not for the show or friends. I'm sure you'll like like to just be proactive and create things. I, if I'm not creating, you might as well just put me in a coffin and and right. bury me. Like, so, so much so that he actually came up with the idea for the the winging out punishment, which where Murray has to find who in the uh, Delmonico's restaurant had a wig on. Yeah. So that came from the mind of Danye. Did they pay you extra for that? No, I didn't even get a. I didn't even get a credit. <laughs> nah. I'm slowly trying to. I'm slowly trying to input IMDb like creative, but yeah, I, I will say like on the denied. show, it's so the <laughs> lines are so blurred on the show. There are th- there right. are times. Oh, much like in this episode, you did a little bit of art. Yes, that is true. <laughs> and so that's that's so, so there's times. Where's that people my art do credit, Danye? <laughs> IMDb, yes, uh, I need a, they said no. Any well, music credit. You create, well, to speak to that, so in Weird Reward, that's the challenge where the guys drop their wallet, Stranger the picks second it up, challenge in this gives episode. it back to them, and then uh, the Joker gives it, tries to get them to keep a Weird Reward. There is a donation box that was stolen mm-hmm. from a uh, like a pizza place or something that was obviously like a, for puppies or something, but it's supposed to be, supposed to look like a child made it. And so the art department said, James, can you make this? Because we think it'll look You're perfectly stupid. And I said, sure. And so I made it, <laughs> and it looked like a 10-year-old made it, and then it made air. So look at me, Danye, <laughs> making art. Look at that. <laughs> well, you know, it, it's funny, like, um, where the inspiration just comes. Um, you know, just working on the show, it, we're allowed to, I mean, we see the world differently. Like, 
for some, you mm-hmm. know, so the world may look at one thing and see something happen and be like, oh, my God, that just happened. And in our heads, we just create something. And the whole, like, even with the wig out thing, I was sitting on the subway and I think there was just this lady who was like scratching her head and I saw her whole wig just shift. And I was like, yeah, like, <laughs> that was just funny. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, let's turn this into a punishment. <laughs> yeah. How many women on this subway is are wearing a wig here? Let's try. You know what I mean? And so then that's when I just kind of threw the idea, I think, to you or to somebody. Yeah, it is. So. And like we said, you're really, I think, the only person outside of like the jokers and the comedy producers that's pitched something that's made it all the way to being filmed. Nice. And that's just just in your first year. Yeah, so yeah, for Danya. And especially Clap in season seven, Clap. so many ideas have been Unless done. Because you- usually we'll be sitting in the room and like somebody from the staff will come in and be like, hey guys, just don't know if you thought about this, but here's an idea. And we're like, cool, yeah, actually we have talked about it and we filmed it in season two. <laughs> and then like you came in and you pitched it and everyone's like, man, that's perfect. We have to do it. And the guys are like, yeah, we're going to get Murr with that immediately. <laughs> and it went into production ASAP. I, uh, so, yeah. I actually got a text yesterday from Brian Johnson of the Tell Him Steve Dave podcast. Oh, yes. And he'll Great send podcast. me a lot of really fun ideas. And so speaking of which, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to read an idea from Brian Johnson, star of Comic Book Man on AMC yep. and also the Tell Him Steve Dave podcast. This is what he wrote. A Joker on Joker challenge, which is not a thing we've done yet. (laughs) Good so far. But I guess he means Joker versus Joker. Not like a big trench coat challenge. (laughs) But I think he means like in a competition way, like in like balloons or something. Sure. So it's it's a Joker on Joker challenge where on a rainy day, each of the guys tries to get as many people to gather with him under his umbrella for shelter. And then he wrote the umbrella is a cocktail umbrella. (laughs) <laughs> but that is actually what I, I told him that's really fun so we had that idea we had that idea. The production issues three, yeah the issue is like how do you know it's going to rain and also rain is not the best for cameras as you know or, yeah. or audio and then just to be like how are we going to get people it's a it's like a logistic nightmare but it is a fun idea it's legitimately like our rainy day fun like our rainy day idea it's like if it does rain on a production day can we still film a bit and that was the idea we had in season three where it's like if it rains it was um, walking with umbrellas and helping people cross the street, I think. Yeah. And then maybe, I don't know, you had to hold hands with them the entire time, or I forget exactly what it was. Or no, you had to sneak under their umbrella. That's what the bit was. When people have an umbrella, <laughs> you have to sneak under stay. there. That's yeah, and see how long. And, yeah, they have to let you stay. steps you could take with them. Yeah, the thing yeah. is when we come up with, this is interesting, because like, you know, you came up with that great uh, wig punishment, and it's, the thing you have to think about with challenges, though, is like, is there a goal? Is there a clear goal? Because like, yep. Refuse you lose is like a thing that we, you know, as a goal all the time. Like, so if they're just working at a, you know, uh, a reception Castle. desk or what, what yeah. would, you, would you say? Oh, White Castle. White Castle. It could just be refuse you lose. So the guys just tell each other what they do. But we like to spice it up and have different goals for things. And in mm-hmm. season one, we created all different kinds of goals. Like at a, at a, like a car dealership, like get someone in the trunk. Yeah. That was the thing that like one guy went and did that. And then they just went backwards and they were like, okay, then that'll be the goal for this day. Mm-hmm. That's how it was back in the day. And now we try to come up with different games that have different goals. Like don't break, don't laugh is another one that we've used a bunch of times. Or sometimes it's just like don't get caught or, yeah, yeah or, or, uh, or you know, this one for the, the wallet game today, right. right? What's the goal is to have them take your weird reward. Yeah. They have to, they have to take it, accept it. So right. it, it makes sense that the thing is really dumb or weird. So it's something that yep. the person wouldn't want. So that's what we know how to what to write for. Yeah, and it's funny because sometimes those the goals change on the day, and so like, for example, just pick that car bit where you have to get in the trunk. 
it was pitched the network as a refuse you lose. And then you filmed the bit and the guys all, and like you pitched the network network. It's like, great, that we love that. Go ahead and film it. Then the bit changes on the day and the goal becomes get someone in the trunk. Then you have to call the network later and be like, hey, remember that cool bit you approved? Well, how about this game instead? <laughs> Do you like that? Because if you don't, we wasted a day. <laughs> and uh, then they're like, yeah, that works. Sure. Cool. Great. And we're like, awesome. We didn't blow a lot of money today. <laughs> Welcome back to the official and practical jokers podcast. We're here with uh, Danny Green. Muhammad is in the house. Uh, James McCarthy. And of course, Donye. Now, this first challenge of this episode is Cranjus McBasketball. That's, what we, that's kind of what favorite. we call it. It's we the new it the tour. Name. Yeah. It's the new oh, Joker's yeah. tour. Cranjus McBasketball. I know. Isn't that yeah. crazy? It is insane. And so we call it also the name game. Yep. And, you know, you've seen the bit. It's You, you call it a crazy name and, and you this, can't laugh. Yeah, it is a fan favorite. Like This is the thing, like, when I went to the Joker's Museum, there's little kids wearing just, like, those, like, name T-shirts. And it says Cranjus McBasketball and Helena Bottom Farter. And <laughs> we've had some fun names on this show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's, and they just like, there's new ones every season. And it's just like, we, it's become a game now where the guy's like, we have to play the name game. It's so fun. I'm actually, I, I'm of the camp of like, of like never do anything more than three times. And I think this was our third time. So I'm kind of like, why don't we retire it? Oh. Take the Jersey that says, Hot you take. know, thighs, McFartland yep. and throw it up in the rafters. Um, Donye. So bits like this, is not heavy with art, although, you know, you have to kind of set design a little bit, like what's behind the guys in BTS and what's, you know, what's in the room. And sometimes maybe there's like name tags or things like that. That is something that you would do for a challenge like this. But otherwise, it's pretty minimal. Yeah, um, it, my role is really crazy with the art department. If it's not heavy wardrobe or whatever, I, I'm basically the art department bitch. I kind of do <laughs> whatever they need me to do. And yeah, so it, those days are really kind of boring for me, but mm-hmm. it's, you know, I'm there to support the crew, but I like, like I want something to happen. What's Somebody's... the worst thing you've had to do? What's the, the bitchiest thing you've had to do for the art department? <laughs> <sighs> well, I mean, during I this no entire idea. time, you were you were kind of like stuck in a room for all right. the, creating what is the punishment of this episode? Yeah. Chair. So around this time, you, you said earlier, yeah. you were saying you were stuck. In I was imprisoned in one room <laughs> and I couldn't do anything. Like normally, like my job, part of my job responsibility is also like doing receipts and budgets and stuff. Fun. It, everything was hands off. Like, <laughs> do not like walk in. And normally when I walk into the office, I walk down this hallway, make a right, make a left. Nope. It's make a left and go straight down to this room that nobody even knew existed. And I was stuck in that room for, I don't know, two months, maybe. You toiled away and your work was very worth it. The punishment's incredible, which we'll get to. We'll we'll get to that. Why don't we finish (laughs) this count? So we had, I know, I love it. So if you watched After Party, which I hope you did, there was Uh a little sketch that James and I were on, including, and Joe Ambrosio, Megan Rico, who wrote the sketch, uh, Jake Van Wagner and John Zaluga. And Hercules Balls. Hercules Balls himself. Yeah. And so all those names that from that challenge were made it into this sketch. And it was a bizarro world where normal names normal are names the Cranjus names. And the Cranjus names are the names of the people in the room. Brilliant. So I was Fred Durst Edgebano. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was Daniel Picnic Hansoms, U.S. Coast Guard. That's correct. And I actually still have that name tag. Yeah. Uh, I think either you or Christine Morris created that name, that like little... Uh, I think it was Christine. Christine, Christine, yeah, Christine yeah. did that. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the Cranjus, the, a classic. How did you uh, choose the Bono uh, costume? How did I choose it? Did you choose it or did, did 
Anya uh, the art department. I believe Christine Morris yeah. gave it to me. That uh, I would I I had to pull an all nighter for another gig. That was our first day back on this season that we filmed that, and I had to pull an all nighter for another gig I was finishing up. So I didn't sleep before that, and I was really struggling to um, say anything correctly, <laughs> to not stare directly at the camera. <laughs> And like to just get through it. That was like, that was a real tough day to me. So if you watch that sketch, keep that in mind when you watch it. It's really just me trying to keep my wits about me. So the sunglasses help then? Sunglasses help. They're just like, James, sit here. The visuals <laughs> take care of itself. My problem is that I was a U.S. Coast Guard uh-huh. and I had a beard. Oh. You're not allowed to have facial hair, I believe. I think you could have a mustache just like a cop or fire department. Yeah. You're not supposed to have a beard. So we come up with a bunch of names for Cranjus. Were there any that you were bummed that didn't make the cut? Always. And didn't even make the extended cut? I think this was my worst ever Cranjus round. So Cranjus Boom Basketball was a thing that I think I wrote for Sal in the original. Way back at yeah. Bad Reception. Yeah. Where it first came up, yeah. So I think I created Cranjus Boom So you Basketball. created the name. The name. You must have gotten extra money because the Jokers are calling their tour the Cranjus McBasketball Tour. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Nope. No. Not even the, you know, ten fifteen thousand dollars $15,000? I get the benefit of, I don't know, telling my kids. <laughs> it doesn't, doesn't seem fair, but okay. And so, so I created uh, Cranjman Basketball. And then the, the first time we did it as a name game, I had uh, Dr. Shrimp Puerto Rico. Oh, that was a great one. So, oh, th- so th- those are both pretty good. And I think I haven't really hit it out of the park since. <laughs> I don't think my names have been as good as some of those. I'm, but it's tough. I mean, Godfather 3 is not as good as Godfather 1. Yeah. This Godfather is 2 might be better. <laughs> well, I had Godfather one and two, and I now I can't even be in three. Yeah, here's some of my names. Ready? He liked yep. it as these much are as one, did. these are ones. So, so you also break it down into categories of of who you think the names would be good for. Exclusive. So here are some of the names that I have for Q: Earl Mayo, <laughs> Fester Douglas, Zachary Eight, the number, <laughs> uh, Pamela Anderson. <laughs> this is a real uh, Nat Fungal. That's oh, good. Sun Ambulance. I got that in. That is actually a punk band from, I, I don't know, maybe Jersey or something. Yeah. Uh, Sun Ambulance is actually like a uh, like an emo punk band. Ruth Chaos, which is, I think, a fun name because it's Chaos it seems like such like a comic book name, and Ruth is not. Uh, Divinity Sprite, Junior Raygon, Corky Marinara. Oh, I didn't realize I got that one on and Busty Coffin. Busty Coffin. <laughs> that's a pretty, that's a, that's a fun one. Busty that's Coffin. a good one. They don't really make uh, shapely coffins, you know? Yeah. James, you want to hit yours? Uh, I'll just read two from here. Uh, I had uh, Mike Block Jr. and Mike Block Deterred was <laughs> oh, one. Deterred. I didn't get in there. And then this one's a spoiler. Spoiler if you haven't seen uh, the most recent Star Wars movie. Not Solo, but the whatever it is. It was uh, Kylo Kill Snoke. Oh, a spoiler. Big one. I wanted him to say it. In the room and spoil it for everybody. Lisa spo- uh, spoiled that for me for my uh, for for as a as a Christmas present. My wife Lisa spoiled the movie as a bad Christmas. Oh present. yeah, you guys do a, a bad Christmas every yeah. year with Sal. Yeah, and I a bunch of other actually, Staten I think we Island talked about guys. this on the podcast once. Yeah, and what did Sal get this year? Do you remember? Uh, Sal didn't show up. Sal couldn't make it this year. Wow, I know. That's okay. <laughs> um, he's a busy guy. Uh, there's a few other ones. There, one. This is interesting. I wrote one. Uh, it was Aunt Mom, but then they switched it. I, I, I guess to Aunt Tim. Aunt Tim. Yeah. A U N T. A U N T. Gabriella Rangoon. Ah, of Crab Rangoon fame. Mm-hmm. Related to crab. Yes. Uh, Bianca Corpse. Mm. Steven Sundress Ecstasy. <laughs> yeah. 
Sometimes it's all about writing like a mouthfeel. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, like. Uh, oh, Oprah's. I, I got Oprah's in. Oprah's I, made it. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you do stuff and you're like, I didn't even know I did this. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess I had a pretty hot one. Uh, I got, uh, I had some fun ones for Joe. Uh, Michael Pizza the 20th. <laughs> Great. Was one I was hoping we'd get there. Denzel Goshing Pun. Mm. Pretty obvious <laughs> pun there. Uh, Shardle's Web. Uh, it's interesting. You see, you, you, you're very good at the puns. You're very good at the pun names. You, I, I thank you. you. Use good loosely here. I think, but thank you. <laughs> well, like I, I think, I think there's different styles right. that people bring, and uh-huh. I think you, I think you bring those uh, really well. I'm yeah. more of like mixing two things that maybe shouldn't go together. Like, I, for example, dreidel vinaigrette. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Like it's like just being surprised by like these two things wrote, that you never. Yeah, who wrote one Damien crucifix plate? That was a good one. That may have been in Bursch. That might have been Sal. Sal actually loves Ooh. the ones that are similar to like the Key and Peel sketch. Gotcha. You know? Yeah. Chad Lacrosse. See, that works That's well a because fun one. most men named Chad play lacrosse. Right. Yeah. Kendrick Lamarbles. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. That's, That's Kendrick Lamarbles make it. Yeah. That is so you. Dominic Badonkadonkey. <laughs> uh huh. Marsha Gay Soften. Uh, you know. This is, Gay Harden. this is one I wrote that didn't make it, and it's based on a, a, a trip that we took once where this was a real person's name, Gay Brian Bachelor. Uh, yes, Gay Brian. That was a real uh, person's name. Friend of uh, Fred Priest. No, uh, yeah. Fred Short Divorce Priest. Yeah, Fred Short Divorce Priest. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Snorkel Michael. That has a backstory. Snorkel Michael didn't make it, but that was something that Sal on the cruise, Sal and I were hanging late one night, and uh, we... <laughs> Decided to call for room service. We were hungry. And I kept feeding him things to ask for. And <laughs> one of them was portobello snaps. <laughs> so I was like, ask for portobello snaps. And so on the phone, trying not to laugh, he was like, and um, I'll take portobello snaps. And then they were like, what? And he was like, a portobello snaps? <laughs> and they were like, we don't, we don't have those. We don't have those. And then I was like, ask for snorkel Michael. And he was like, okay, we'll have two. Let's do two or three snorkel Michael. <laughs> and they were like, I- I'm sorry, we don't have that. And then I think the last thing I said was just like hot shit or something. And I was like, we'll take a hot shit. Not coming right up. So they were like, we do have that. For the- so those were some of the some of the ones that didn't make it. Yeah, and sometimes these names come up. Like I had one for Sal called Slavic Landlord. Uh, my landlord's name is Slavic. And that's how he's in my phone. Uh, yeah. And so like I think it came up one day because my phone was on the table and it rang. And Zaluga's like, What's that? <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's Slavic. He's my landlord. It, I know good. Slavic is also a people, but that is his name. He is my landlord. That's beautiful. Yeah. So that, it, but you know, an unusual name, just like Dr. Female Murder would be an unusual name. <laughs> I just looked at my list again, and I cannot believe this. Remember, I was like, oh, I, I didn't do well. Yeah. I didn't see the thing is sometimes we like, we'll, we'll generate these ideas for a, for a challenge. Then a couple weeks later, the challenge will be filmed. And then months later, it'll air. I didn't realize I did Daniel Picnic Handsome's U.S. Coast Guard <laughs> and Faith Bitch. Yeah. I can't believe it. Nice work. Good job, Casey. I, no, I'm like, I'm almost like, did somebody put these in my list? I'm, I, I'm kind of blown away by this. I'm surprised. That's funny. It's like, I'm like, I don't remember doing it. See, the thing is. Maybe Ambrosia puts them in there for you after. None <laughs> of yours got better. in. He's like, oh, I'll drop in some of mine. I killed it on this challenge. I'll let Casey feel good when he checks it in three months. That's <laughs> um, But that's funny. You know, so often, James, you were saying like yeah. you, were, you were tired in, for that, um, for the sketch. Yes, right? exactly. So often we 
write the night before or like we write very late. So at like right. 3 a.m., we're generating names for a challenge that they're going to film in like a couple hours the next day. Yeah. Like that just happens. Like uh, we like you and I especially like yes. to work late at night. Uh huh. And so that's that's also what happens. Like I'm delusional at night writing Daniel Picnic Handsome's U.S. Coast Guard. And I don't remember that. That's what's going to be the, in the challenge. I would think being exhausted would be helpful in writing something like this. I think it is. I just don't remember, though, what right. I did. It gets rid of your filter, uh, <laughs> for sure, because, every one, everything is funny to you, and, two, uh, you just need to get to sleep. So, like, <laughs> yeah, yes. like I'm, not, I'm not editing anything. Whatever comes to mind is rolling right. in. All right, so we got the next challenge here is the um, you drop the wallet, and, and, and so they pick it up, they help you find it and then you give them a weird reward weird reward so this was a big point of contention because in the in the writer's room yeah uh everyone kept saying weird reward yes <laughs> and it bothered the crap out of me it really bugged you i just something there's something weird reward really got to you, which is actually basically the speech impediment i had as a kid like if you can see me as a seven-year-old that's how i would have tried to pronounce i'm it picturing elmer fudd oh really i mean a, a more handsome version yeah slightly more but weird reward same size head it, something about it, even in the intro, the way I think Joe says you have to get, you know, get them to take your weird reward. And yeah. it it makes me cringe. It's your moist. Yeah. Yeah. Moist doesn't do nothing for me. <laughs> yeah. But weird reward does. I don't know. If you also feel that way, hashtag Joker's podcast, tag me in it at Casey Jost and tell me if, if we're, we're kindred. Um, now, how about this, Danye? Wait, wait, wait. So they were saying it that way because they couldn't say it, right? No, or were they, they were trying just, to be cute. They were trying to be cute. Okay, gotcha. And for some reason, it just tickled me in the wrong way. Got it. Got you it. know, wrong. It tickled my Elmo in a in a way that didn't feel natural. <laughs> yeah. Now, did you create any of these props? So the props that we had for this are was a shank, which is could be found in the Joker's Museum. Joker's correct? Museum. That's right. It's actually they hid it in a section yeah, of the yeah. Staten Island Museum. Closely, yeah. it's not in yeah. the Joker's exhibit proper. That's right. Somewhere else in the museum. Yeah, you have to look. Now, uh, so there was the shank. Did you create that? I didn't create. I think I, I think you, James, yes. had me do a sketch. I don't know if it was for that bit. It was like a, it wasn't used. I don't know collection. if you guys are going to use it, but oh, it was like. Yes, I know exactly what you're about to yeah. say. Was it, it's Teddy Roosevelt's head on Jessica Rabbit's body. body. Yeah. Yeah. And that was yeah. supposed to be one of the rewards? It was supposed to be one of the That's rewards. Funny. Yeah. So it might be, we. So the art department, I say we, which isn't true. The art department made 40 uh, different weird rewards. Stop it. So we can play this game a bunch more times. Oh, basically. so let's not reveal yeah. all of them. That's one. You got one. You're lucky, fans. You got one. But uh, what else was made in this? So we also had uh, spider eggs. Spider eggs was in there. Do you, do you know about that, Donye? Yeah. No. I want to know what they actually were. I don't know the answer to that. I, I have no idea, but Q did a good job of selling the reason as to why he had spider eggs and why somebody else should have them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So good job to Brian Quinn. You're great at your job. <laughs> <laughs> and you made the um, the old uh, donation. I made, I made the donation box because I have the art talent of a kid, a child, basically. <laughs> and then, of course, we had rhino urine. Yes. And that was one. Actually, that was. My donation to the art department. Oh, it was my urine? urine. Yes, okay. it was, your, it was yours. <laughs> Are you part of Rhino? <laughs> uh, well, my weight. If I don't, you know, if I keep growing in weight, yes, I am. Part Wait, of was it real urine? Um, yeah, it was actually. Whose urine was it? No, I'm just. Playing. <laughs> um, can I give a secret away? Uh, yeah, of course. Urine in our show is always uh, yellow Gatorade. 
Wow. Oh, so, plug for Gatorade. Wow. Go. I will say the only exception to that is the deer urine was real deer urine when we shot it at Murr when he was a centaur. Yes. That was real. Why don't, that you, is use, true. Why don't you use real urine? I mean, they use real breast, <laughs> breast milk. <laughs> Just asking for Penny a friend. Green. It's, it's a hard hitting question. <laughs> only when it's necessary for the fit. Like the breast milk had to be breast milk because he was drinking it, the deer urine, because it was getting sprayed on him. And he was like in a hunter yeah. type thing. That's the thing hunters use is they use deer, deer urine. urine. Uh, Danny, I just wanted, it, I'm glad you asked yeah. that question because you haven't been unleashed in the summer season, and I'm glad you're <laughs> unleashed. Well, I just I'm representing the fans, and I think fans would want to know why don't you use real urine? We, I mean, I, I want to know if we use real spider eggs. No, no, we definitely don't. not uh-uh. because of PETA. Probably because of PETA and just the cost. There, what is it? Are yeah, they there really so that many in that little jar? Yeah. So what kind of eggs? Yeah. Guys, I could get you spider eggs. They weren't. They weren't eggs. Were, um, what, what were they? They were pellets from like um, oh, a baby gun. gun. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. what it looked like. Oh, cool. Yeah. Thanks, Danya. You're welcome. Wow. Yeah. I'm glad you were here. <laughs> um, <laughs> if I show up missing, we'll tax in. <laughs> I'll become part of a uh, bury this, please. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Welcome back. Have a seat in a chair that's preferably not a massage chair with a man inside it. But the man that made that man chair is the man sitting to the left of me right now, Don Yay. Yeah. <laughs> break down. Dude, you got to break down this chair for us. It's incredible. I, I mean, I, I had a field day. The insider only like scratched the surface of how much went into this chair. Also, I think Sal at one point was just like, Will Thaxton, you nailed it with the chair. But <laughs> And he, I mean, he's, you know, he's in charge of it all. So definitely like, you know, he's, he's the one who's got to approve everything. But Donye, you are the person who, who, who kind of sewed this whole chair together and put it together. There's lighting, there's sound. Sound, fans. The whole thing is inside. It needed a camera angle that looked like Iron Man. Basically, that was like a request. It's like, we want to look like inside Iron Man suit when you look at Joe inside this chair. Oh, yeah. So I just want to point out one thing. Uh, the guys were actually the easiest people to work on with on this chair um, because they had specific requests and I was able to fulfill those right away. But it was everybody else, like um, our producers, the directors, the sound guy. That's when it started getting crazy. When I when I started working in September, um, the first thing that the producers threw at me was this chair idea. Mm-hmm. And they're like, hey, uh, we had this idea. Do you think you're up to the challenge? And the one thing that Will Thaxton has put this fear in me, he's like, you got to get it done. There's no if, ands, or buts. They shouldn't even be asking you if you're up to the challenge. No, you're up to the challenge. <laughs> but the cool thing about this whole thing was it was just such a crazy idea and my brain just loves that if it's not a challenge don't even throw it at me wow. give me something mm-hmm. hard but i'm punched anywho uh, <laughs> so uh so yeah so i had already started designing this as of september i i, I took a little gi joe man home and some foam board and and one day I, I put this thing together and then i brought it back to the office and it's like is this what you guys wanted so you made yeah. a smaller version yeah Wow. And we, we still have that around. And, and wow. Just like this chair, it evolved. So there's all these little pieces. But yeah, it was just a crazy idea. It was a it was just the craziest idea ever. And so um we didn't actually I didn't actually get down to tackling it until maybe the end of December, early January. Mm-hmm. If if someone put me into the task to make this, I don't think in a million years I could. <laughs> like if, I would probably just try to like buy an exercise chair. And like hollow it out. 
but I'm sure I would break it. I don't, I honestly don't think I would have no. thought of the way you did it. So how did he sit? He, did he sit on some sort of like chair? All right. So I just want to break down how yes. it is um, with the design and the thought. Um, that was all me because it was all the outside. I wasn't even really thinking of the inside. Mm-hmm. Uh, Will Thaxton had uh, already shared that he was going to bring on the amazing Matt Grandin to do all the the building of the interior, like the, the electronics of the chair, just like the so like the actual chair that Joe sat in. It it, it was just a regular office chair, but we had to modify modify okay. it in order like to make sure that he didn't fall back or fall sideways or whatever. Okay. Cool. And um and I think it's it's not divided. The the chair stayed intact. Um but we the the backboard we had to rig it so that when he stood up it wouldn't lose mm, how do I say its lineup with the chair. It's really, really hard to to describe it, but yeah. everything Most had people to people don't need to do this. <laughs> yeah, everything had to be lined up. So um, once Matt Grandin came in and he took care of that, I think it probably took him like three days to to build this skeleton. Mm-hmm. Then it was up to me to hide it all. How from inception to cre- to creation? How long did it take? I want to say a good three months. Wow. See, that's a long one, you know, like we've like the, you know, the pinata suit took a little, took some time, yeah. but that didn't have electronics involved in it. Like at most it had like a microphone. This thing was like full of microphones and cameras and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, there's a lot that went into it. Yeah. It, it, it was very stressful because even um, when we were supposed to shoot this, it, the days changed and yeah. sometimes it was like, well, you don't have that three weeks that you thought. And it's like, oh my God, what the heck? And then, oh, we, we pushed it, blah, blah, blah. And I mean, I'm not, I don't want to bring this up, but um, at that time, my dad was, was on his deathbed and he actually passed away. It was really, it was just a lot of crazy emotions, but um, it was also like a very therapeutic thing for me because my, my mom, as I was talking to her, you know, as my dad was, is, was preparing to move on, she was like, you know, uh, however, how old am I now? 38, 39. Um, (laughs) She's like 39 years ago. I had you in my stomach and at this time, like I, I was, my mom and my dad actually mm-hmm. had a, a, an upholstery business going on in Los Angeles. Wow. So she was like, I had you in my stomach as I was sewing chairs and couches and car stuff. And so it was just, it was just a lot. It was just a lot. So my emotions were up and down. I, I was, I was just crazy. I was PMSing all the time. It was just a really <laughs> crazy moment, but I had I I wanted to get this done, and I, yeah. in a way, I kind of like pushed to get it done as as a in memory of him. You wow. know what I mean? Yeah. So and it was cool because at that time, like the night that he passed, that very next day, you guys shot the wig out thing, yeah. and so it was kind of like an uplifting moment for me. And it was yeah. like, wow, wow, like how cool. And the where did we shoot at? The Dem- Monica. Yeah. yeah. And so I didn't even notice that the little pin that the guys were wearing on their vest was the letter D, wow. which was my dad's. Uh, the my dad's name was Daniel, so wow. it was like wow. it was just so much going on. That's really amazing well, that you, everywhere. in the middle of all that, of of you know the, the things, the stuff going on with your family, you're making this chair, and you have this idea for a weight punishment. Like mm-hmm. you're firing, firing on all you it know, was just, cylinders. It was just 
it, it was that it was a memorable moment in my life. Mm-hmm. Wow. And it just left so much. Thank so you the, so much for sharing that. Yeah. yeah. So, so this chair and us. Yeah. And this chair was just it was great. It was beautiful, Don. Yeah. I just needed yeah. that, you know, because for me, life for me is being able to create. And so that's why I'm so grateful for the show that the guys are that crazy, you know, and, and they're and and not just the 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 guys, but the producers. Y'all think of the craziest stuff ever, and that just it shows me like how how great of a gift I was given, and I just I'm able mm-hmm. to to share that with. I you mean, all. you you really do. I mean, it's you finish our ideas. Like in, uh, some of our ideas don't seem possible until you do it. And that's what's so amazing. Like the chair thing, we came up with it. We were like, yeah, like, yeah, like that'll be great. And like, we weren't even thinking about how difficult it would be. And then yeah. we're like, well, is it even possible? And you made it possible. Like that's, that's, that's what's so crazy about it. It's like, if <laughs> it's like an idea, like it, it's possible if, if you weren't working yeah. on the show that we, that, we that, that would never get filmed. It, it is one of the crazier things when you first start working as like a comedy producer on the show, you'll, You'll say something like, oh, we want a chair or like, you know, uh, we want Joe to crawl out of a TV dressed as uh, the woman from the ring. And then like you just say it. And then like the next day of the art department come in for a meeting and they're like, oh, so here are dress options for the ring. And here are like different TV options like, oh, wait a minute, this is actually going to happen. And (laughs) everyone in the art department is going to make this look amazing. And you just really can't believe it. Uh, And so, yeah, it is incredible because it. Always like you have an image of it in your head when you pitch a joke and then it comes out looking a thousand times better because of uh, the work all y'all do on it. But yeah. And I, also, Danya, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think did you were you able to get your dad's initials onto the chair. I actually I, I um, on the top. Yeah. Um, it's not, it's on the inside, but there's yeah. the, the foam padding. I was able to just write um, in memory of Daniel C. Ortiz. So, yeah. oh, you know, cool. it was cool. I mean. It was more for my my little brother because my little brother was the one there with with him during this time. So it, it was just a lot. It was a very like it's just very special for me this chair thing, and I, I'm just grateful that I was able to. Well, to you should know it. that that's gonna be that's gonna be a classic. I could just tell that people are gonna remember that one forever. I mean, it's just it's just such a unique punishment, and the new reactions are great, and the people who. You know, everyone was like so surprised by <laughs> sitting down in that chair, and that's the thing. It's like it, you know, like <laughs> you don't about, expect that. In the yeah, <laughs> talk yeah. about legitimacy. If it didn't look like a real chair, it wouldn't have been a punishment. And that's the thing. It's like people sat down in the chair thinking it was one of those massage chairs, yeah. and then they get attacked <laughs> or tickled <laughs> or complimented. Yeah, and legal would prefer if we don't use attack, but it will. <laughs> Where, where's the chair now? Um, it's, you're sitting in it. <laughs> Come on, Joe. It's, it's actually sitting in the same room that I created it. Uh, so it's just there in pieces. I'm sure it'll be used in like the next iteration of the Joker Museum or maybe the live show. Mm-hmm. That's a good idea. There's yeah. some talks for how to use it maybe later this year. Ooh, no spoilies. Nice. spoilies. But I literally went out with the bang with that chair. Um, I think it was after we had rap, Casey came out to do like, um, you know the the yeah, after sorry, yeah yeah and um and I'm right there trying to get Joe out and Joe turned to look at you case and boom there was this bar on the bottom and it just like straight in my head and I was like oh my god I I saw butterflies and Joe was like I'm sorry and then went on with the interview like nothing happened but it was just whoa yeah <laughs> whoa this thing left <laughs> great memories 
<laughs> that, I, there's a great moment in the uh, in the insider where Joe starts massaging a person who's sitting in a chair. So it's like Joe has a chair massaging a person in a yeah. chair. And I, got, that, I was like, I, they, it didn't make like the cut of the of the punishment because uh, it's just not a punishment. But it's so funny. Like, it's just the, the image of a chair massaging a person in a chair is just so insane. And that's the funny thing, because like it, Joe Gatto is just so funny and has like, he's just like such a joy to be around. So it's like after he was punished and like, that's the thing with Joe, you really can't even punish him. So like after you do punish him and you make him massage people in a chair, which is just bizarre and weird and he feels awkward, then he gets up and he's like, Oh, so I'm a chair in the mall now? Cool. He just walks around. He's having a good time messing with people as a chair in the mall. And it's like, well, I guess we punished them. Yeah, Q, I think Q said, like, it's just like the lamest uh, transformer ever. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> like, it's not going to help out at all. Um, all right. Well, on that note, Danye, thank you so much, you. not only for oh. appearing on this podcast, but yeah, for doing all the guys. great work you do. You know, what's awesome to think about is... I can't wait to see what you make next. Yeah. I, I'm excited. I'll we're, try, to, I'll try to think of something uh, that's going to really ruin a few months of your yeah. life. <laughs> Daniel, where can we see some of your uh, work? Where, where you put, uh, what's your Instagram and all that? Yeah. Um, it's, it's just Designer of the Stars. That's where I just have all... Designer of the Stars. This was the Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Designer. Okay. And check out at Casey Jost, at Mick James McCarthy. <laughs> Danny G49 on Instagram. Muhammad, you got one? Yeah, Mo, M-O underscore Pasha, P-A-S-H-A. All right, make sure you subscribe to the official Impractical Jokers podcast and tell your friends. And I think this is uh, Muhammad's last podcast. Uh, uh, he'll be going back to school. Muhammad, did you enjoy your summer internship at True TV? It was great working with this guy, Danny, every day. Isn't he a good guy? <laughs> Danny <laughs> Green's a good guy. You should see him on Leash. He's nodding. He's nodding. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next week. Cringes. Bye-bye. <laughs>